the Rylacast, still titled the Rylacast for now. If you have a better idea, then just I don't know, let us know. This is this is the official podcast of Camp Ryla District fifty eight ten. I'm Greg Tupper. That is the man they call Josie. Well, hello, Andrew Utz. What's up, man? Uh, not too much. How about you? You know, it's uh, it's another day in paradise. That's the thing. And we are joined by a very special guest who will be joining us on this episode. And we'll be talking to her in in a minute, but I want to make sure she feels included. Who is it? Ladies and gentlemen, give it up. It's America's sweetheart, Joni Utz. Hey! Hey. Thanks for having me on. That's right. Welcome in. Uh, How are you? I'm great. How are things at home? He's sitting right here. Oh, Oh, man. (laughs) That made (laughs) That went... Exactly as so well as I was. <laughs> that, is, uh, that, is, uh, that went exactly as well as I was hoping it would. Uh, this is episode two of the Rylacast. Thank you for tuning in. Be sure to drop us a subscription or five star rating if you like it, or one star. I mean, this is this is a safe space. You can be honest with us. We can let us know. We can take it. Uh, per usual, we will have our uh, normal signposts. Uh, along the way, we will uh, have uh, something to think about. We will have uh, someone to talk to and something to leave you with. We will kick it all off. He's, he's over here just waving his hand. He's calling for the ball. He's calling for the ball. I'm passing the ball to Josie oh. Utz, who has something to think about. Well, thanks, Greg. You're um, welcome. Yeah, something to think about today. I'm just going to jump right into it. Uh, I do listen to a few podcasts, if I can put that on my bragging montage. You're cheating on us? Um, not In addition to this one. Oh, okay. Uh, but Ooh. this this uh, original broadcast date, I guess this is where it, I can come out in the clear. Uh, April 26th, 2018, uh, by the TED Radio Hour called Comfort Zone. Mm-hmm. And TED, which How I didn't know until, <laughs> yes, I yeah. uh, didn't know until today, stands for Technology, Entertainment, and Design. But I'm, I digress. So Comfort Zone. So this uh, episode was about stepping out of your comfort zone. And identifying your comfort zone, which I felt was very topical for Camp Ryla 5810. And so I'm, I'm going to ramble, if I may. Uh, my man, what do you think this podcast is? <laughs> so they have a couple of guests on this particular episode talking about um, just their personal journeys and how they've grown. Uh, and all of them had in common that in order to grow – they had to get uncomfortable and step out of their comfort zone, which I thought was interesting because, um, and one of the, one of the guests goes into this is you're drawn to people that are like you just naturally. And so you have to, um, by choice, widen your social world and, and break your social habit or else you just uh, get in a rut. And in order to learn new things, you have to get out of that rut. So, mm-hmm. Um, Tim Ferriss was an, an author and fellow podcaster on this episode, and he he likes to answer three questions uh, whenever he's de- dealt with uh, dealing with a difficult decision. He likes to define what the decision is and list out all the what ifs. And I know at camp uh, we've had some facilitators list uh, the what ifs, uh, negative what ifs are going to happen. Um, actually, I think they actually list the positive what ifs. Um, of a decision, but uh, Tim says to list all of them, positive and negative. And then uh, the next step is to prevent. Uh, what could you do to prevent uh, the defined bullets from happening? And then repair, and then what the damage control is. And I thought that was interesting that hmm. um, 
you know, what was in common throughout this podcast was everybody had a plan. And I know, uh, if I may reach back into episode one of our podcast. Oh boy, a callback already. <laughs> uh, you know, William Taft had a plan. And Man, I would love if this became a William Taft podcast. <laughs> it's headed that way. Like this is just all this is a podcast <laughs> built around like making sure, like giving him his due. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, basically, um, what what are the costs of staying put? You know, what are what are you going to lose uh, by not expanding your comfort zone? And I know comfort zone is a, a cool buzzword that, you know, it's easy to put on a T-shirt, um, but it's really, it's different for everybody. You know, your comfort zone may be um, sitting at home and playing games and not interacting with the outside world. Uh, or your comfort zone may be, uh, you know, being the party planner, going, being the, the biggest extrovert you could be. Uh, but I, I challenge you to think about what makes you uncomfortable and uh one of the one of the quotes from seneca the young and a roman philosopher oh yeah uh we suffer more in imagination than we do in reality and i can relate to that Mm, i like that yeah i like that too uh i i tend to be a worrier and nine times out of ten or nine and a half times out of ten what i worry about is not at all as bad in real life as it was when i was thinking about it so, and I think when you step out of your comfort zone and interact with people that are not in your social circle, mm-hmm. um, and social circle can mean physically or in the online world, um, interact with people that are different than you mm-hmm. in whatever, whatever difference that is, that you really learn to, to walk a mile in their shoes. If I can just pull sayings and words from yeah. the ether. No, I like that. Um, yeah, and I've got a couple other quotes here uh, written down from the podcast. I encourage everybody to just get out there and and listen to, I mean, obviously listen to our podcast, but also uh, expand your listening horizons as well and just try to learn. Mm-hmm. I think that's the fundamental uh, breakdown of stepping out of your comfort zone is learning about yourself and other people. I like it. I like it. So Good. that's, that's something go. to think about. I like that, Josie. Excellent. Well done. Joni, do you have anything to say? Well done. Okay. Well, thank you. <laughs> I'm trying to help you guys here. Jeez. I just <laughs> feel attention. Cut it with a knife. Let's get into uh, someone to talk to, and that someone to talk to today is the lovely and talented Joni Utz. I guess you're la- you do have a last name that was before then, but we won't speak that. Yeah. Not- Past life. Okay. By the way, I looked it up just real quick. Seneca the Young. Yeah. His dad. Seneca the Elder. Oh. Um, okay, Joni, hello. Hello. Welcome to the Lions Den. Um, let's hear, you know, he got to go on in, the, in episode one. Josie got to go on, and I'm talking just relentless about his, about, about, about you know, m- meeting you and all of these things. It was just, there was a lot there, and I want to make sure that we're fact-checking this. But first and foremost, before we get into that, that's a tease. For you. <laughs> I want to hear. I want to hear your rival story. I want to hear what brought you to camp and and how you're you're still involved. Yeah, I was a camper in 2008. 
I did not know what Camp Rila was. I had one of my uh, math teachers just hand me an application one day and said, hey, I think you should do this. And I filled it out. And next thing you know, I was going to Camp Rila. Um, fell in love there, decided I did not want to um, not come back. I wanted to stay involved. So I came back as an assistant counselor in 2009 and have since been involved um, with the program as an alumni staff member and also as a cabin counselor. Okay. So you're the first person because, Josie, correct me if I'm wrong, you have not been. Have you been a cabin counselor? I have been a cabin counselor you for have. one year. Okay. Excellent. I'm very interested. Uh, we're gonna, we're gonna, uh, I want you to, to, to double team this, this question. But the challenges of being a cabin counselor, because obviously that is something that is um, – uh, a, a, a very, very unique is not a thing, but unique role there at camp. And I'm interested kind of what you guys have, have learned from just being in a cabin as opposed to just being on staff. Not that any one role is better than the other, but it's just it's so it's so different and stark in my mind. I'm going to let Joni take yeah. this one first. So I think the first thing that comes to my mind is um, one of our founders, Mark Healy, always said that the magic happens in the cabin. That's where the magic happens. And so I think that is so true. Um, Being in the cabin is where you get to see just things that are little things turn into really big things. Um, See the campers just really grow as individuals and just buy into the entire program um, and just learn what Ryla is and why we love it and and the type of person that Ryla can prepare you to be. Interesting. Do you want to just roast your wife now? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes, okay. uh, my my turn. Uh, I personally think, uh, and I'm going to try to caveat this, not to step on anybody's toes, but being a cabin counselor is one of, if not the most difficult roles at camp, mm-hmm. and that's not taking anything away from any other role. Uh, but like Joni said, like Mark said, um, the magic happens in the cabin, and you you're always you always have to be on as a cabin counselor. There's no downtime. Mm-hmm. Um, even the built-in downtime, the five minutes where you can walk and go to the restroom, uh, you're talking to other counselors about how their cabin's going. Um, and I think that it's critical, like Joni said, I mean, this is, I guess, just going to be a, what Joni said is right. Um, My man, <laughs> I'm trying to lead you down this, this gilded path. But just walk with me because I promise you I'm leading you to a good place. Just say, I can, you know what? <laughs> what she said was spot on. I can see the light, and it is. <laughs> okay. Uh, Joni, you know, you, you – obviously you're, you're still involved with camp. You've been – you know, it's been – I hate to date you like this, but it's been 11 years since you went to camp. It has. Um, why, why keep – coming back what do you what do you get out of it like as as a, a staff member because obviously you can want to give back and that's part of it but unless you're getting something out of it like you know that's 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 a real hard ask so what do you get out of coming back so much um i feel like i use a part of ryla every single day of my life um whether it's just the reminder of the importance of surrounding yourself with the most positive um loving, just compassionate people that care. Um, I think that is something that Ryla has really given to me. Um, And I come back because it just gave so much to me as a camper, and it continues to give 
something to me each and every day. It's um, given me some of my closest friends. It's given me my husband. Um, it's given me just the biggest support system, the biggest boost of confidence, um, and just lots of great qualities that I use every single day. So you're a bona fide adult. Um, Somewhat. And and I am I'm interested in... What, what do you what do you do what what's your what's your path now what do you who so, are you so i currently work yes How i'm did an you adult get in here? um i currently work as a speech pathologist um working with young children and their families and can i ask a dumb question you never ask a dumb question this is a dumb question <laughs> why like why what 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 drew you to that that's that's love- that's like a very specific Thing to be passionate is. about. It is. Um, I'm very passionate about working with children, working with babies, working with their families. Um, I'm very passionate about helping others, but specifically helping others who cannot help themselves, um, like mm-hmm. children and babies. And so helping the families to figure out how to best work with their child um, to help them grow and develop and become the little children that they can be and the, the children that they can um be to be successful and to communicate. What is, let me put you on the spot here. What is something that you are from a personal kind of growth perspective? Is there anything right now that you can pinpoint that you're working on right now that you are, are passionate about? Yeah. I mean, I feel like we're always working on our own kind of. Uh-huh. And, uh, uh-huh. I'm nodding very hard. <laughs> on the microphone. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, in my job, I'm currently working and always working on just always having, trying to figure it out. Like, I can prepare for something, um, and it may not always go that way. Or um, I can, you know, work with families, and every child is so different. Um, so I might walk in, think I'm walking into a situation and completely walk into a different situation. So just always learning how to adapt, um, learning how to in that situation, how to find the best um, and run with that. Mm-hmm. And then there's definitely challenges that I always um, am working on overcoming. Yeah. Yeah. Josie, this is an opportunity for you to grill your wife if you have any questions. Oh, boy. You know, in a I, recorded setting. <laughs> I do have one question um, because this uh, – I'm going to let her talk about it. But uh, when you left camp as a camper, can you explain that feeling, uh, what you hmm. – thought about camp as a camper yeah um after catching up on some sleep and kind of really taking in what just happened um you know when you leave camp you're on such a high that Mm -hmm. this that was the greatest week um but you get back into real life and you just you learn you know that moment um Mm-hmm. Just always remembering. I don't know what was your question again. <laughs> I'm just gonna be honest. Your what your feeling was after camp? Yeah, my feeling after camp is you know I want to take everything I learned at camp and take it back to my friend group, take it back to um, you know the athletic teams and all of the things mm-hmm. that I was involved in. And you just want to share the unique opportunity and experience that you got to get. You want to share it with everybody that you know because. Out of my school, I was the only um, only person that got to go from my high school. That's and 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 
I I found just to from from my experience, I feel like that's one of the harder parts is you can't make other people around you have that experience and feel those feelings and feel that passion, you know? Right. And and so when you come back and, and, and you do have all these 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 great lessons and you're ready to take on the world and, and, and it's it's great, you're, you're you're on fire about it. But then you go and you, you talk to your friends and you wanna you very much you know, you care about these people and you very much want to instill them with that same passion, but you you can't I I found that to be a challenging part of kind of the the aftermath, so to speak. It's, yeah. it's a bit of a ne- negative word, but you know what I mean. The like that 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 second part of it is, I think, so critical, and, and and yet finding that balance and finding a way to to instill those values without knowing full well that you're not going to be able to have that experience, give those give that experience to other people. Right. It's hard to explain the life changing moment that you had in a week mm-hmm. um, to a lot of people that weren't there to experience. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. Um, you brought some cookies over to my house. Full disclosure, I did. Um, they are out of control. What's the secret? I can't tell you. Okay, I can't tell you that secret. Mm, that's if, if, my next seven questions. They're made with related. love. If it makes you feel any better, I don't even know. The wow, secret. that's amazing. That's right. That's, uh, that's, that's my incredible. mom's special recipe. All right, and so now finally, um, something I just thought of that we're going to do at the end of it for the end of every guest. <laughs> Is uh, you get to recommend something. You can recommend uh, 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 something, your, your, a book you read, a website you like, a, a, a movie you just saw that you really like, a song that's, that's, that struck you. It can be related to Ryla or it can just be some jam that you're really into. So we're going to leave it purposefully vague. Joni Utz, what would you like to recommend? I recommend everyone starting to watch The Office from season one. <laughs> Is that what you guys are doing? We are currently on season four, and it's amazing. It is amazing. It is. Yes. It holds up. It yeah. really does. Yeah. Um, okay. I like that. Okay. So, The Office. The Office. A, that's an easy recommend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's something. Okay. Uh, yeah, except for I think there's like 15 seasons, so. There's like eight. There's like nine. Oh, nine. Like also, okay. that's for a different podcast, but I, <laughs> I, have some, I have some hot takes on some of the characters. Oh. I think one, I think one of the main characters I am not, I'm not about. Ooh. Oh, I'll tell you off air. Okay. You'll have to be tuned to the premium podcast for that one. <laughs> okay. Uh, Joni, thank you for being our someone to talk to. Thank you very much for having me. Finally, it's my turn. Well, yes. Uh, so I guess I will take this over. Uh, well, Greg, mm. would you, you know, as the, the third part of this uh, podcast mm-hmm. set, um, mm-hmm. would you like to give us something to leave with? Sure. Um, so... I don't know. I have something where we are. My my office is. Um, uh, I have I have a desk and a cubicle and, and and on. I have a whiteboard on my in my desk, and I have one thing written. Well, really, it's three lines written written on my whiteboard, and I want to share with you what it is. It's from. Um, it's from a, a book that uh, a book called Awareness. It's the first place I saw it. Awareness by a gentleman named Anthony DeMello. He was a um, he was uh, an Indian Jesuit priest um, and and public speaker and spiritual teacher and all this fun stuff. But he said, and I don't know if he came up with this quote, but he was the one I read it from, so I'm going to give him credit. Uh, but he said, and, and this is something that, that that's that's always stuck with me. He said that the three intellectual feats that are that are the, the three hardest things for us to do in life are 
returning love for hate, including the excluded, and admitting you are wrong. I think about that a lot. Like, I, the, that is, for me, something that is um, an easy checklist that you can go through in a day and say, did I do something that checked off each of those boxes? Returning love for hate, which is kind of easy to understand, that if somebody's yelling at you, tell them you love them, or, or, or just don't yell back sometimes is, easy, is the easiest way to do that. Um, including the excluded. Uh, I think that is so, so key and, and, and something to uh, to find a way to, that's if somebody is feeling like they are not part of something, to find a way to let them be part of something. I think it's huge. And then admitting you are wrong, which is, oh boy, can be so, so difficult as I look at the married couple. Um, <laughs> it is. It, it is. Like sometimes it, it seems so easy to say I was wrong. Those are like the three hardest words in the English language to say. So that's what's written in my, in my cubicle is is re, is return love for hate, include the excluded, and admit you are wrong, uh, when you're wrong rather. And to me, that is something that is an easy checklist to go one, two, three. At the end of the day, did I do something that would that would you know uh, satisfy each of those three requirements? Cool. Cool. Well, thank you. Hey, you're welcome. That's a great something to think about. Yeah. How about that? And that is a great episode. Of the Riley Cast, episode two is in the books, out of pocket, out of sight. Um, so, Joni, thank you so much for being our guest. Yes, thank hey. you, thank you. Uh, and we'll have another guest at some point uh, in the in the, ne- in the next uh, in the next episode. But um, thank you for spending part of your day with us. Uh, please leave us a, a a review and subscribe. Tell your friends to subscribe. Uh, Josie, thank you for your courage. Thank you. We'll see you guys next time on the Riley Cast. 